Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Today we're going to conclude on the eyes of the Spirit, looking into this year with the eyes of the Spirit. We've been using I words. We've talked about the identity that we have in Him, that the Spirit of God Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. It's good to know that God knows who you are, right? And the instruction that we find from the Holy Spirit. And he, used, he does that mostly through the Word as we read it, and He leads us and guides us and instructs us. But He also instructs us in life along the way. And if we're a ready and willing listener. We also talked about the inheritance that we have through the Holy Spirit, that He is the guarantee of our inheritance. He is that seal upon our lives. Uh, of the inheritance that we have, all the good things from God, and ultimately heaven. And then his influence. He guides us into all truth. He is one who is there. You know, one who is spiritual is one who is governed and controlled by the Spirit of God. Governed and controlled by the Spirit of God. And that's that's our choice to be that way. And I highly recommend it because he'll always lead you into the good things of God. And in Romans chapter 8, and we'll start in verse 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. I thank God that he helps me in my weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession. Everybody say intercession. For us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Holy Spirit is praying for you. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them the Holy Spirit is praying for you. Amen. When when you can't find the words to say. huh? I've been there. You've been there, right? can't find the words to say. He knows exactly what to say on your behalf. And he speaks for you, speaks for us. He has a conversation with the Father and articulates what is in our hearts to him. Verse 27, now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes what? Intercession for who? For you, for the saints, according to the will of God. I like that. It's kind of interesting that in these two verses, we see the word intercession, but it's a different Greek word. And the word for, in this one, the Greek word for intercession in verse 27 means, this is interesting, to light upon a thing, to fall in with, or to hit upon a person or a thing. Not like hit, like an abuse, but to fall in with. I like that, to fall in with. He gets in it with you. I love this. Also means to go or to meet a person for the purpose of conversation. And there's an example of this found in Acts chapter 4. After Peter and John, remember the miracle of um, uh, when Peter took the man by the hand that had been begging for years and years. He was 40 years old and he was brought there every day uh, to to beg uh, for money. And uh, they, they walked by Peter and John. And the man's looking for a handout, you know, and Peter says, I don't have what you're looking for, but what I do have, I'm going to give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up. And immediately the man was healed. Amen. So now they they, remember they were brought before the magistrates. And I told you that Peter being filled with the spirit knew what to say in that moment, because Jesus told them you're going to be brought before magistrates and kings. And, but don't worry about what to say. The Holy spirit will give you the words. And now they come back after they leave and not only did the magistrates threaten them, but they also beat them uh, for, for doing what they did. And the, I love the disciples' response to that, that they were 
They were overjoyed that they were counted worthy to suffer. That's a beautiful response, isn't it? No, we're not the victim. No, this is a glorious thing. To be persecuted for the gospel's sake. Verse 29, the, they come back to the church and the, they report everything that had happened. And then they go into a prayer. And verse 29 is part of this prayer. And it says, now, Lord, look on their threats and make them stop being mean to us. They hurt our feelings. Is that what that says? Oh, no, no, no. Look. Look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, everybody say all boldness, they may speak your word. That with all boldness, they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. What happened there? The Holy Ghost fell in amongst them right there. Hmm? The intercessor came, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and what happened? And they spoke the word of God with boldness. I love that. We, as the church, need the Spirit of God to empower us to be strong in these times, to not cower, to not be intimidated, but to speak the word of God with boldness. Amen. Because God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we are not the silent majority. We are messengers. Let me remind you today that the world is crying out for the truth. There's a lot of chatter going out there, but men's and, and women's hearts are crying out for the truth. They're crying out for God. Amen. They just don't necessarily know sometimes that that's what they're crying out for. Amen. And that's why they need to hear the words of truth. That's why they need to hear this good news. Amen. This good news, Christ died for your sins. You have to pay for your sins. Stop tormenting yourselves. Stop beating yourself up. Huh? Listen, Christ died for our sins. He was buried. He rose again the third day. Whoever believes on him will have everlasting life. And these miracles and signs and wonders follow this supernatural word that comes out of our mouth. Amen. You have the word of faith already. Romans chapter 10 says it's near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. The spirit of God is interceding for you and willing to continue to fill you as you welcome him, to activate his power to help you. So pray for boldness. Amen. All right. The, the next thought, and we talked about intercession so I, uh, uh, just a little bit earlier than this series, so I want to move on to, everybody say influx. influx. I like this, the influx of the Spirit. It's the place at which one stream flows into another. That's what influx means, too, the act of flowing in. We're going to look at Ephesians chapter 5 for a moment, and let's read verse 18. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. 20, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And 21, submitting to one another in the fear of God. It's interesting, this verse 19 speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, always kind of brought up awkward images in my head. What if we just started singing to each other? 
It's a little awkward, right? Uh, come here, Carl. So if I'm just looking, our God is strong in us. His love is overcome. See, it got awkward, didn't it? His eyes go, mm. yeah. Right? That's not necessarily what it's saying. I'm not, I'm not saying it's never saying that, but it just kind of have to be the right moment, right? All right? Thank you. I appreciate you. But really, this, what this is talking about in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs are what we did this morning together. And we speak to one another um, when, whenever we sing these certain songs, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs have a different purpose to them or a, um, a, a different audience at times, a different object that we're speaking to. For instance, we will sing, we will dance to the earth that goes to heaven, sing his praise till we see the other side. So we're not talking to the Lord there, are we? We're saying what we are doing. This is how we're encouraging one, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Y'all sing that this morning. Let our voices rise. Come on, let's sing it. All creation cries, singing out an endless hallelujah from this moment on. Join with heaven's song. Singing out in this hallelujah. See, this is encouraging one another. Without directly looking at someone, we're all joining in this. So then there are also songs where we are speaking to one another and encouraging one another in praise and worship. But then there are songs that we sing about the Lord. Right? I like those songs. Forever he is glorified. Forever he is lifted high, and forever he is risen, he is alive, he is alive. So we're not singing to him, we're singing about him. But then there's the latter part of this verse, it says, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So we sing for one another. We sing about our God. Oh, to be like you. I give all I have just to know you. Jesus, there's no one beside you. Ever the hope in my heart. Nice, huh? And this is a, how we are engaged in the activity of the Spirit, to being filled with the Spirit. It's not only part of how we are being filled with the Spirit, but it's also the result of being filled with the Spirit. And so I'm, I'm going to encourage you also, just in your own time, is if you will fill up if you'll be filled with the Spirit before you get here and don't show up empty, the service is a lot more happy. It's a lot more joyful. There's a lot more ministry potential that happens when we come full and overflowing. 
But I know, I know what the week can be like, and you come in, you're like, I made it. And that is as good as it gets today. Huh? Amen. We're, we're here for that, too. But if God's, as David talked about going to the house of God, he said, I go with the festive throng. We're, we're excited before we even get there to get there. Amen. Because, you know, what expectation you put on it, that's exactly what you're going to get out of it. Amen. So, and then he says in verse 20, he says, giving thanks. How often? How often are we giving thanks? Huh? Amen. It's good to give thanks for your food, but let's not make that the only time you pray. My Pentecostal grandmother, who was a praying machine, she didn't think that public praying over food was authentic. <laughs> she said, Dad, they're just showing off or showing out. That's what she would say. I'm like, Grandma, how can you make that assumption like that? But uh, Because she told me, she said, Eric, you listen. People that pray long prayers over a meal Usually, that's the only time they're praying. <laughs> Giving thanks always. Come on, let's lift our mouth right now. Let's lift our voice and just thank him. Huh? What are you thanking for? Well, you're here. You're breathing. You're alive. You're not in the hospital. You're not in jail. Hmm? I don't hear the thanksgiving going up. Come on, let's offer up. This is, this is what the Lord loves. He loves a sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Amen. Every day being thankful. Thankful for a new day, a fresh start, new mercies. Amen. Thankful uh, that God is with you wherever you go and that his favor surrounds you as with his shield. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for this church. Thank you for this moment that we're having here in your presence. Thank you, Lord, that we're here at the hearing of your word. Your word is alive and powerful. Amen. And, and give thanks both in your understanding and also give thanks in praying in the Spirit. Remember what Paul taught the Corinthian church, that when you pray, you, you're speaking in, in other tongues. But he's trying to bring order to it. But he said that when you do it, you give thanks very well. You give thanks very well. So even praying in the Spirit is a prayer of thanksgiving. And then it says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Submitting to one another. This simply just means to treat others as you want to be treated. It's the golden rule 101, right? Treat others as you want to be treated. Esteeming others better than yourself. Taking the time to listen to one another and value one another. Amen. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. And then Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. In verse 2 it says, And suddenly, everybody say suddenly. There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. While they were sitting, a suddenly thing happened. Something suddenly happened. The sound of a rushing mighty wind. Divided tongues of fire, and they all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts chapter 10 and verse 44. This is later on. Peter is at a man named Cornelius' house, and it says, While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell. This, suddenly something happened. A change, a, or an interruption. Be ready for the interruptions of the Spirit because he will interrupt. And when he interrupts, it's always a very good thing. He's not a God of chaos. He's a God of order. Hmm? So when he is interrupting a moment, it's an orderly thing. All right, it's here to bring order to a situation. I was, when Heather and I lived in San Marcos, Texas years ago, and my brother and I, uh, actually our families were helping us 
began a church, found a church that dad started, that my brother now pastors. And my brother and I owned a music store and a recording studio there in San Marcos. And um, so one evening after I got off work, I went to rent a couple of movies. Y'all remember Hastings? Okay. I don't even know if those are around anymore. <laughs> kind of like Blockbuster was, but anyway. And so I rented a couple of movies, and I'm tired. It's been a long day. Because at that time, working at the music store and all that wasn't really producing much income for us. So I also worked at a gas station um, after I got off work there and then went home after that. Because we had two babies in diapers at the time, and diapers cost a lot, and formula. So uh, I'm just going to the car. I can't wait to just get home, see my wife and kids, sit down and just watch a movie. And, and just as I get to the car, I hear, hey! And I look up, and there's a man stumbling toward me. Hey! And he's real bedraggled, you know, disheveled. Doesn't obviously have a home he sleeps at, you know. And he said, hey, uh, can I... You have any money so I can get a burger? I said, yeah, I do. But I want you to listen to something first. Okay. And I just, you know, kind of had a little small talk with him and then asked him if he knew the Lord, if he knew Jesus. And he has this necklace with an arrowhead rock on it. And he said, yeah, I've got Jesus right here. I was like, welcome to the Austin area of Texas. My God. I said, no, that, that's not Jesus. Maybe you named it Jesus, but that's not the Jesus I'm talking about. And I just took a moment to share the simple gospel with him, how God loved him so much that he gave him his son and has a, a, a good life, you know, prepared for him if he will give himself to the Lord. Something simple like that. And after I realized that I've said my bit, and so I pulled out a few dollars and handed them to him. And he says, thank you. And he says, you think I can get a hug? <laughs> I said, you bet, man. And I just grabbed him and hugged him like Charlie hugs you, you know. Hugged him tight. Smelled, smelled him. <laughs> and as I'm holding him, I realize this is an interruption by the Holy Spirit. And he looked at me after we hugged and said, thank you, I don't get that very often. I said, you're welcome. That touched me, and that made me, from in that moment, to say, Lord, help me not to be in such a hurry to overlook moments like this. And even all that, probably what mattered more than anything is that hug to that guy. The thing that he didn't get very often. Listen, the Holy Spirit has interruptions, and he will interrupt your life along the way. Be sensitive and be willing to say, yes, sir, as inconvenient as it may be. And most of the time, it's quite inconvenient. <laughs> That's okay. Do it anyway. All right, he loves you, and he loves those who he's called you to minister to. Amen. And lastly, Romans chapter 1, verse 11. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. And the last eye of the Spirit we're looking at is impartations. Impartations or gifts. And, and we see this 
uh, a list of these things, these impartations in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and it talks about the manifestation of the Spirit, uh, is given to each one or imparted to each one for the profit of all. These things are given to us to increase our lives, to profit us. The word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, right? Uh, discerning of spirits, faith, gifts of healings, working of miracles, different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And Paul says this. He says, desire earnestly to prophesy. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Why? Because the Lord wants to, through you, impart his gifts to others. And be a willing vessel for that, for the Holy Spirit. Not only will it impart to you, but it'll also impart to others. I think the Lord for, like one of the things that we really give attention to on that is when we have our annual prophetic conference. You know, we have our prophets come in and they impart, they impart the word of the Lord uh, to us, not only as a church, but also to many individuals here. How many of you know that's a very encouraging time? Amen. It's always encouraging because it's here to build us up, to encourage us, to exhort us, and to comfort us. And so this, I know we're in February now, but keep, keep looking to the Spirit of God to use you in these ways, to see your life, to see your surroundings, your family, your, your workplace, all of these things through the eyes of the Spirit. Remember who you are. He's there to be a constant reminder that you are children of God. And with that, you are empowered, praise God, with the grace of God, with these gifts uh, to really make a difference in this world. Amen. Let's, let's stand together. Father, I want to thank you for this time. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you for the anointing of the Spirit. Lord, I thank you that you lead us and you guide us. You're faithful to us. Thank you, Lord, for your strength. Thank you, Lord, for hope that even though we may be in circumstances that are contrary to hope, yet you have hope for us that does not disappoint Thank you, Lord, that you said whoever believes on you will never be put to shame. So we thank you for that confidence that we can have in you. And I pray, Lord, that your people this week would be emboldened with this message, Lord. Emboldened, Lord, with the message of life. To speak truth, to speak love, to speak grace to someone who so desperately needs to hear it. Use us, Lord, for your glory. Use us by your Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that we are the children of God. We are the excellent ones in the earth. And I thank you, Lord, that your people have this treasure in these earthen vessels. Thank you, Father, for what you've done for us in giving us your son who died for our sins, who was buried and who rose again. And whoever believes on him will absolutely have everlasting life. If you're here today and you need healing in your body, would you slip your hand right right now in this moment? Lord, thank you. You sent your word and you healed them and you delivered them from their destruction. I declare right now, no weapon that has been formed against them shall prosper. The word of God shall prosper in these bodies. And it has the power to remove every form of sickness, infirmity, disease, and pain. And we thank you right now, Lord, that you paid the price that you paid for. Not so that we could kind of wish it could happen. No, you assured it for us. Your body bears the marks of the covenant. So we thank you for it, and we receive it with gladness and by faith in what Jesus has done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at 
onecausechurch.com. 